You're listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Today, Sandy Rollins joins us. She's the founder of ethical and sustainable intimates brand, Nat V Basics, a brand she launched to make a positive impact on her daughter's future. NatV is designed by women with a sustainability mindset, championing environmentally responsible manufacturing processes and manufactured in a factory where workers are paid 24% more than the legal minimum wage. Sandy has created a company with purpose. Sustainability is at the core of everything they do to deliver luxurious, comfortable and affordable basics that give everyday sustainability conscious women a better choice. Sandy comes from a marketing, sales and business development background and prior to starting NatV, she co-founded two beauty brands and worked in various roles in marketing and business development. In this podcast episode, we talk about her business journey, learnings, marketing, and so much more. Hi, Sandy. Thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. I'm looking forward to today's chat and hearing all about your business. So before we kick off into the business, I'd love you just to introduce yourself. Okay, um, my name is Sandy Ronalds and um, I am the founder of a company called NatV Basics. Um, we've been around since late 2019 and, yeah, we've been growing since then. Wow. Is this the first business that you've run? No, I have had experience in a previous startup, which I was sort of a director and co-founder of. Um, it still exists to this day. It's um, in a completely different field, though, in more the cosmetics and skincare side of things, which has yeah. always been my what I grew up in. Um, but I did move on from that lovely company back in 2017, late 2017, and sort of moved on to um, do my own thing wow. with um, at any partners or anything like that. So Amazing. yeah. So what was the inspiration behind starting this business? Um, so the inspiration was really back in 2017, actually. Um, I was online and I was trying to find some underwear for myself, actually. And I was going through the classic brands that we've all grown up with and, you know, they are great, but there was a real lack of transparency of what they were sort of doing in terms of bettering people and the planet. Mm. And um, that sort of surprised me because, you know, back then, I mean, they're all changing their tune now, but yeah, back then, you know, they were the biggest and best that we we all sort of knew. So I thought there would be a little bit more transparency through the website and it just wasn't. So I thought, you know what, why don't I look at creating a brand that, I would want to buy um, for women with the the boxes that I need ticked. So it sort of eventuated from there and that's how we got to where we are today. Wow. Okay, so tell us about the brand. Okay, so, well, NatV Basics was launched back in, when was it, October? I should know because it's my daughter's birthday that I launched on, (laughs) so 31st, which is Halloween. Um, So, yeah, 31st of October in 2019 yeah yep. so we we launched then and we only had a couple of um core signature products which we still have available today and they are our best sellers yeah um those products that we still have today um they are our signature fabric blend which is a, a blend of 78 percent lensing medal and so lensing medal is actually made by an austrian company uh called lensing and so they're really well renowned in the sustainability um front uh, worldwide and they're really good at their closed loop production system. So when they're taking um, tree to fibre, 
uh, they reuse 99% of the waste yeah. back into making more. And so that's really good for like the carbon and water footprint um, overall and much better option um, for well, the people and the planet. Yeah, wow. How did you know where to start? Um, that's a really good question. Um, I am not really from the apparel and yeah, sure. sort of underwear. Um, I didn't grow up doing it or anything like that. So it was actually a huge learning curve and it took a lot of time to sort of sit down, plan what I wanted and, and execute it. So I had to do a lot of research into what were the sort of fabrics and yarns that I wanted to work with. Um, and so I did do a lot of research into, you know, finding lensing. I, I did choose that one because I thought it was far better than anything else on the market. Um, so it was really about sitting down and coming up with a basic plan of what are the textiles or the fabrics and yarns that I want to use, um, what are the styles I want to start off with, and, you know, how am I going to find a manufacturer for that? So yeah. um, that was the first sort of step. And once I could secure the product and I had done all the sampling, which took some time actually to get right, then I could sit down and really look at sort of, you know, the business and, and sort of marketing yeah. plan and, and really implement that. Yeah. You know, with the sampling, did you have to go through huge amounts of rounds and changes or was it not too bad? Uh, it wasn't too bad. Um, I did initially, I think it would have been about four or five revisions, um, but they only do it on one size. So you're not doing full size runs until you're actually happy. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a size, our, our size M, which is like a normal, like an average 10 um, in Australia. So I'd always just get the samples in that size first and revise until I was happy. And then once I was happy, I get the size run and test it on my whole family yeah. <laughs> in all so the different sizes. When you yeah. were sampling, was it more about the cut or the fabric? Like, or was it both? Oh, both. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously the fabric super important, um, the composition, and yeah. then obviously how it actually feels when you're wearing it. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, you know, how long does it last when you wash? Like, does it wash well? Um, you know, what are the sorts of things that are happening, yeah, when you stick it in a washing machine? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. basically the cut and the fabric that you're using today, is that mm -hmm. has that moved on from what you launched with? I mean, obviously um, the fabric styles, but. Yeah. The fabric composition definitely has not changed and yeah, the, okay. the three first signature um, styles, actually the pattern has not changed on those three. We have had a couple of products since then that we have actually made revisions to after launch for our mm. customers because we've got their feedback and they have, you know, there's been an overwhelming response to do a, a few tweaks, which we've done because we love listening to our community and taking that feedback on. Um, but with the three main products, it really hasn't needed to be any yeah. changes. So we're pretty lucky. Right. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so where are the majority of your sales coming from? Are they mainly within Australia and online? They are. So, you know, overwhelmingly our market is Australia at the moment and that's due to all of our marketing is geared towards attracting um, Australian customers for now just because that is the low-hanging fruit and yeah. it's much cheaper for us to attract those sort of customers. However, we do have, you know, many. Our next two biggest countries are really um, New Zealand and America, um, but we don't actually, what I say, is hunt in those areas yet um, through... Yeah social media that's just happened they just happen to find us and buy us which is great um, but we haven't had any strategies in place to actually target those areas of yet we do have our trademarks and stuff in place for those areas for when we are ready but um the fact that we're getting sales in there is sort of 
it's just happening without us trying it at this point. Yeah. So what forms of advertising are you using at the moment? Um, so we're big on social media. Um, our demographic is, you know, ladies in their late 20s through to, you know, mid 40s or mm-hmm. so. Um, we do have obviously older as well, but the main core is that and they are on social media, which is great for us. So we do do a lot of advertising. Um, we've got an external um, marketing agency that does it for us because they're experts compared to me at actually setting up. So I'm a big believer in hire people that are smarter and better than you at things because you can't be everything for the whole business otherwise you go mental (laughs) um so we definitely um advertise on meta and through instagram we obviously always organically posting on instagram daily um we have a strong influencer strategy too which we've always had since launch Mm. um which has really helped us grow the business which has been great and um we also um we've also just started actually doing a little bit of pr Um, but that's only just been in the last month or so. It's not really something that we've looked at from launch just because it's hard to, yeah, it's a bit, yeah, it's a bit different, um, compared to your traditional marketing. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. What would be some learnings you've experienced along the way? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's loads, but is there anything that you'd like to share? Yeah, sure. Um, I think if anyone's looking to sort of start a brand, um, you know, I would definitely look into, you know, what is your why and your purpose beforehand. I'm a strong believer that you really have to have that down pat. You can't just be like, I'm starting a brand just because these days. Mm. Um, there has to be a reason why people are buying into it. And it's not necessarily related to the product. It's more on a subconscious level of, you know, why you do what you do, um, which is sounds a little bit like Simon Sinek. And that's because it absolutely is. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's heard of him or seen his videos, but I'm a strong believer in that. Mm. Um I'd also say, you know, try to get to know your customers as intimately as you can, um, you know, and give them what they want and, you know, try to get them part of your community and be a community-based business where they feel part of your team and not just like they're buying from this business that, you know, they're not really that connected with. Um, We love all of our customers and we talk to them as much as we can through socials and really try to make them feel part of the community and get their advice and feedback all the time. So I think that's important. Um, Probably um, be careful of your cash flow. (laughs) Cash flow is really difficult in product businesses, yeah. It is, especially because we pay for everything up front before we even sell it. So it, I still struggle, like, to be honest. We're only coming to our third full financial year at the end of June and it's still like a daily headache for me, mm. um, to be honest. It's just one of those things. Um, but, you know, as long as you've got a plan, even if it's a basic Excel plan, um, to sort of guide you and try and, you know, plan it out before it happens so you know what's coming and what you need to get in and your outgoings, hopefully that'll sort of, you know, let you sleep at night um <laughs> and it's, I suppose the last well, everyone everyone's in the same boat yeah yeah I, I know I don't know yeah I mean I I hope that once you get into the bigger um you know after five years maybe six or seven it starts to ease up a bit depending on what your strategy is but I don't know yeah. <laughs> been there yet tough it is tough yeah but yeah. as you say as long as you're mindful and you can plan as best as you can that helps yes. things. Yeah, and you can only do the best that you can as well with what exactly. you have. So, you know, as long as you're really, you know, trying your best and, and yeah. doing as much as you know. So, where are you? Are you in Melbourne or Sydney? 
No, we're on the Gold Coast. So we're in Miami. Yeah, we're a GC brand. (laughs) So your warehouse with all the products is in the Gold Coast. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the office behind me and downstairs um, is like the factory. So, Wow. And how long have you been in that space for? Um, So our lease runs out next October, which means we're coming into our third year. Right. And will you release where you are? No, we've like dramatically outgrown the space and we're just sort of making ends meet. We've got boxes everywhere. Oh my gosh. We have like a, yeah, we had a nice staff room. So there's no staff room anymore because it's just like boxes. So like by next year, we'd really like to find like a bigger premises to allow us to, you know, keep on growing and scaling um, to our needs. Yeah. So over the next 12 months, because that was my next question is like, what, what do you, what's the focus and what do you see happening over the next 12 months? Um, to be honest, with like the macro economy and the way it is at the moment, it's a little bit of a challenging time, mm. I think, for everyone. So yeah. I am very wary of that because, you know, our customers are, you know, everyday amazing women who have mortgages and things. So um, I'm not too sure and I can't predict the future, but our game plan at the moment is to really just sit tight and maintain what we've been doing um, and really concentrate on, um, you know, working the kinks out in our tech stack. So, um you know, we've got Shopify and we've got an ERP system, we've got all these apps and sometimes like it gets a bit clunky and things don't flow properly. So we really want to nail that out and mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, there's no sort of issues between them um, that are occurring, which currently does happen. Um, so, Do you think and then just the volume of sales that you're experiencing or it's more of a tech issue? It's it's more of a tech issue. Um, you know, I know the ERP system that we use is used by huge companies, um, you know, around the world. Um, yeah. So it wouldn't be, you know, a sales volume issue. It's just literally the, uh, I'm not an IT group, but like no. the tech bits going between yeah. each other that they're not really syncing. But isn't it annoying, like how much tech can stuff up your day and how much time you can waste you know, trying mm. to figure things out or speaking to different people to get it fixed and then it's still not done and, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, and because, like, each app, you know, they all have their own IT people yeah. and they don't really know the other IT components of the business and they can't get into them and it's just, it just can sometimes become quite a nightmare to yes. sort of even work out yourself and the flow that it's going and you're like, well, you know, how do we fix this? So you sit down and you map it out and you <laughs> can yeah. get a bit full-on it's yeah. difficult isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> beyond that have you had any major hurdles along the way um today not really I mean we're only really coming into our third end of our third financial year um I suppose some of the hurdles are always like capital and investment um there's only so much you can grow and do with limited funds and we don't have any external investors or anything like that at this stage um, everything has been, you know, um, paid for by myself, <laughs> my own savings. So that's probably a huge hurdle. Yeah. Um, and um, obviously, you know, as we grow, we hope to get, you know, more staff in, which will also be very helpful. But we are running, you know, we've only got a team of about five at the moment, yeah. including myself. So, so um, you're, yeah. up, you're reinvesting a lot of the profit back into the business to help grow pretty it. much all all of it so all yeah. of it goes back into at this point because we are still so new yeah. like there's no point in my mind at this point taking it out um I even like it, I only just started paying myself like last year so yeah. um you know so yeah. 
first five years is really tough. Yeah. It is, and I think like people need to know that not every yeah. day is like a walk in the park. It, it no. can get pretty full on, and it can get like yeah. you can get really bad anxiety sometimes. And but that's all normal. I think we just it have is. to recognize it and you know move 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 forward. Yes. Oh my gosh. Do you do you see yourself getting investors on board at some point? Um, I'd like to. Um, yeah. I think it would be really great for the business because I'm very aware that I can only take it to a certain point based on my own experience. Mm. And um, I'd really love an investor coming not just for you know the money side of things, but for their actual experience. Yes. Um, to be like, right, you're here. We've seen this, and we we think these are the next steps forward mm. to get to you know 20 million a year. Yeah. 30 million a year um and that would be the goal but to be honest I have no idea how to even get in front of <laughs> yeah uh, you know a VC or you know angel investors so Look, yeah. the, the longer you can stay away from not having investors the better because it can complicate things quite often yeah and, I'm sure it does <laughs> yeah and there's a lot of pressure put on you for certain deliverable results <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the more you can keep it under your wings the better how how are you finding juggling right because you're in growth stage of and you know still startup based business as well yes with trying to have a life like do you do you manage to have time to switch off and look after yourself um I try to but to be honest you know Nat V Basics is pretty much like my second baby anyway so I often do find myself late at night on my phone just like checking emails or on Instagram talking to customers and it doesn't really feel like work in the end because it, it's like my second child so mm. <laughs> I'm pretty lucky in that respect where I haven't had any burnout or anything like that yet but there's not too much work-life balance at the moment that maybe as we get bigger and better and, yeah. I don't know, that might yeah. get better. How old is your child? So my little girl is nine and she will be yeah. 10 this year. So yeah, right. Yeah, yeah it, is a, it is a juggle. because they, they It definitely can be. So are you able to pick, drop her off to school and pick her up? Yeah, some days I do. Some days I'll pick her up and take her to horse riding. But it's great because I can work from anywhere anyway. So I just need a laptop or my phone and, you know, I can watch and just answer an email yes. and, you know, if I have to, um, something urgent comes up. Yeah, you can multitask. That's the beauty yeah. of running your own business. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm at, the, I'm at the other end of the spectrum because I my eldest has finished school last year and he's at uni and my second one is doing year 12 this year and my business has been going for 13 years. So I'm I'm like at the other end where I've been through all that and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like literally for me next year is a whole new era. Like I've got big plans. Congratulations. (laughs) I'm going to take my laptop and travel, go with the sun, you know. Oh, European summer. Yeah, but just in some chapters because I'm like, you know what, this is one of the reasons we set this business, we set up our own businesses is to have some freedom and flexibility. And after 13 years and taking two kids through an entire career of school it's like I'm, I'm it's your time that because there's been so much of what you're talking about where you go you know you're multitasking all the time and you know you, you're looking after family and keeping the house going and making sure that there's food on the table and all of that as well as running and growing a business and it's full on and it doesn't stop I know it really can be yeah, full yeah, on, but it is. Yeah, and, and that's somehow get through. 
Well, that's why so many people do burn out. They really do. You know, hit, you know, five, six plus years in, and it's like sometimes people's bodies just kind of like, no, you're not give up. Care. Yeah, you need to lie yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, a well-deserved rest. <laughs> do you do exercise? Yeah, I do. Um, I like going to Pilates, reformer Pilates, a couple of times a week, um, and you know, going for walks and things like that is good too. Mm. Yeah. I love reformer. It's good. I love it too. I mean, I hate it at the time, I have to be honest, but after yes. I feel good. <laughs> I, I did Matt Pilates this morning with that bloody magic circle and I hate it. But oh, I, wow. the minute I'm finished, I'm like, oh, I'm really glad I did that. Yeah. I mean, anything that's, you know, going to benefit you never feels good at the time almost. Yeah. Like it, it always feels good after. <laughs> it's for how you feel after. So you've got to exactly. go through that bit of pain to get the benefit. Sort of like business, to be honest. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How many hours of sleep would you get a night, do you think? Uh, I definitely um, like to have at least eight. Oh, um, so, yeah, yeah I, I I do need sleep. If I haven't had good sleep, I'm a big grump and I can't think and I have yeah. brain fog and then I'm just not nice to be around and, you know, you'll hear me whinge a bit. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good that you that you're looking after yourself and super exciting. Tell us which ones are your best sellers. I'm going to look at your website as you're telling me this because I want to have a look oh. at here. I've got um, All right. So, which ones are your best sellers? So, our best seller has always been our cheeky G. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. So that one from Day Dot has been yeah the best seller, and then I think it is followed by our Cali Brief. Right. Um, but it really depends. Um. We do do collabs sometimes with, um, you know, influencers and things. We do have um, one coming up with the Darling Shine Girls, which are two local Gold Coast girls that um, are well-known. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got that launching in like a week or, no, just over, just under two weeks. So I feel like some of the pieces that we've got coming then will be like bestsellers um, until they're sold out too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. All right, so where can everyone find you? Well, we are mostly just online. We don't have any bricks or mortar, but we do have amazing um, stockers and like little boutiques around Australia that do stock our product and they're lovely, you know, um, female-owned businesses that you can go into. Um, I think, oh, actually, we did have it on the website but um, of the list of them, but we've actually just been revamping that so it's not available. But if anyone's interested, they can email us and we can let them know where those stores are. Sure. And the URL for the website is natvbasics.com. And you're also yes. on Instagram. We are. And it's just, yeah, at natvbasics. <laughs> Amazing. Sandy, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs>